I feel bad that it's like it's been an embarrassingly long time since we've like connected and then yes. the only way I do it is because I'm doing some dumb shit uh, podcast <laughs> with Patrick. Well, what does that say about me and Patrick that didn't didn't reach I mean or at least about me it didn't reach out at all. Oh, no, no. That you know it doesn't it it doesn't matter. We don't we don't have to let let's No, I want to start there. I want to start there. <laughs> I think Guys. we should. Because, yeah, Matt, I, Matt here's, here's the problem I have with you. Oh, God. So, <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. Let me do my intro. Welcome to Stokes County Boys. Yeah, sure. Why not? Welcome to Stokes County Boys, a podcast in which three friends discuss why we haven't talked to each other in almost 15 years. You're, I'm Philip, and you're joined by me, Patrick. Hey, hey, Philip. And our good friend, Matt. Matt. It's been too long. Let's go, go, Patrick. It is no, yeah. Let's let's jump right in. Like Matt, uh, welcome to the show. Here's the problem I have with you. <laughs> no, uh, dude, thank you, like thank you. it's so good to see, miss you, love you. Like you're the type of person that, with all of our experiences together through high school and you know into college, like you're you're one of those people we can just. You, you see and immediately you're taken back to a place and like, you know, you got that, not just Stokes County, but I mean, you know, it, you were one of our best friends growing up. And like, it's, it's one of those friendships that like, I feel like we all take for granted because we know that those connections are already there. And, and, totally. you know, then life happens and we, we're, we hit a point where all of a sudden the world's spinning a little bit faster and we're pushing 40. And then it's like, hold on, slow down. Let's let's take a look. I'm, you know, it's so good to see you. So glad we've reconnected with this. And like, you know, it's the text threads going on. I'm in the middle of marching band season, and so you know, sometimes I have to catch up when I get home. And, and you know, but <laughs> like, so good to see you. And it feels right. It's been too long, but like it, again, it's one of those things. It's like, just feels right seeing you again. You know? Yeah, I love to hear that. Thank you, Patrick. Um, yeah, I, I like what you said about, yeah, it just gets away from you. Uh, recently, we, we did an episode on um, on Dark Side of the Moon. And in that song, mm. Time, uh, you know, there's that line, one day you'll find 10 years have got behind you. And mm -hmm. re re-listening to that album, that one hit me like harder than it ever had before. And, and all yeah. of this saying, I'm like, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the way it goes, man. Yeah, you guys... Yeah, you guys know, you guys remember my friend Derek. You, we yeah. hung out together. A bit, yeah, three yeah. Of us, four of us. His daughters uh, just started sixth grade. Oh, my oh, God. Wow. Half the shit I talk about here is like me processing the, 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 the same old shit from sixth grade. You know? Yeah, and exactly. That shit, like, like she, I'm, like, I'm like, you're in like the, the like traumatic gold mine of life right now, child. Like you're going to spend the rest of your life trying to figure this stuff out. Good luck. And I'm sorry. Yeah, you know. <laughs> oh God! Did you guys get the invitations to my wedding? I don't think so. To be this honest, is the thing. Yeah, you, I I invited you guys to the wedding in New Orleans. I got no response, and I was like, "Oh my God, that's it, that's it." They don't they don't like me anymore. Fair enough. I don't like me. <laughs> I either. don't. Oh no, I don't remember. <laughs> I would have. I would have gone to that wedding. Wait, yeah. when, when did you Matt, get married? When, yeah, what year did, did you get married? married? Two thousand and eight. Oh Lord, you Phil, you were in South Carolina then, right? No, I was in. Was I was in Durham, two thousand seven to nine. Okay, you probably I mean, sent it to my old I address. My parents probably, had moved. Yeah, my parents had moved. Yeah, and so they may it may have never come. Believe it or not, I mean, I I, I probably could have done more research, but it was not no, as easy no, 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 as no. it is now. You know, it doesn't to matter. track yeah, people down. Yeah, you know exactly. Yeah. I mean, well, Snyder's another person that I haven't talked to in, in you know, basically since, since I've hung out with you guys, or maybe yeah. longer than that. Then you follow people on social media, and so it's like you have a weird glimpse into people that you were really close to at one point. <laughs> yeah, you it know? is odd. And then the thing is, I think we connected on Facebook kind of before I actually just, like, deleted my Facebook account. So and then you we kind of reconnected, and then I escaped. It was, like, post-2016 election and I, yes. I recognize myself. I'm going to say the name, but I'll I'll blank it out. But I was getting in an argument with 
fuck about <laughs> Donald mm. Trump. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, why the fuck am I doing this? Why am I talking yeah, yeah, to this yeah. asshole? I hated this guy. Yeah. Why yeah. am I doing this? So I, yeah. I was just like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. 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 I got off Facebook around that time too. I quit cold Turkey, man. I never went back and no, I didn't miss I, it. I didn't miss it either. I did not miss. And, and that's the feeling I've started to have with Instagram, which is that I always feel worse when I get off than yeah. when I got on. Well, I don't like those terms, but anyway, when I, when I, when I look after I looked at it, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. right, right, right. <laughs> I always feel pretty good when I get off, man. <laughs> I've, been, I've been feeling bad. I've been feeling bad for getting off. I mean, like a good Southern Christian boy. I've been feeling bad yeah, about yeah, that yeah. Since, yeah. as long as I, kinda, I could. So. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of pushed myself through all that and um, I, yeah. I don't feel bad anymore, Patrick. That's good. You know? Therapy, yeah, like, man. Therapy. Oh, well, congratulations on your wedding then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, well, how, no, we're really like, happy I, for you. Yeah. You, you mentioned the time, the time period, you know, I know it was a transitional period and, you know, a lot of our lives at that point, professionally, personally and all that. Like, I don't remember seeing anything, but like, you know, regardless, like there was never any animosity or anything no. personal going into that. Like, I mean, it was not like, like, <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know. I just, uh, it was just one of those things where it's just like my whole life is in a different place now. And sh- yeah, just like, uh, do I like almost like, do I want to try and drag them into this? You know, how much do they care about this? You get that, you start getting this cycle of doubts about it. And, yeah. And so. <laughs> well, Matt, like, yeah. let's, be, let's be honest too. You're an artist. You're an overthinker. I'm an artiste. He's one of our friends is an actual artist. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I don't know what that means by actual That's artist. no shade I, to you, Patrick. I'm not I'm not I'm not wait, wait, I mean, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> no, I really didn't mean it. I was saying it's not. I'm just saying he was he was actual artist. I'm an actual art teacher. That's what I am, an actual yeah. art teacher. But you make the yeah. art too, man. You don't Yeah, I was just talking to my colleague about it, Marisa today, about it. Um like we still feel like we're getting away with something. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Like I, even in my like little, like not tenure track lecturer position, that's like on like annual or biannual contracts that get renewed. I'm just like, I feel like I'm stealing from God by being able to do this with my life. Just be able to talk to kids about, uh, talk to high uh, college students about art. You know, I just feel like it's like, we're too lucky, you know. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, it's really awesome. Can I mention yeah. something that I've always remembered and kept with me, Matt? I don't know if you you probably don't even remember this day, but I do forever. And I think I've mentioned it on the show, but I remember one time we were hanging out. I don't know what we were doing, but it was like me, you, and Patrick. And then for some reason, we stopped by your house mm-hmm. in Danbury. Do your parents still live in that house? Oh, oh, hell yes. Oh, God, Listen, I love it. We, we can have a whole chapter on that. All right. Okay, we'll, we'll, like... we'll pause there. Okay. So <laughs> in the house that your parents live in. Yeah. But your mom was babysitting like a cousin of yours or something like Maybe. that. Right? Yeah, Taylor. It might have been there. It was like a little yeah. kid. Uh-huh. And, and the kid was like playing with your mom. And we were sitting there talking to one another and then your mom just starts handing us musical instruments and making us play for this child and i just remember she handed me a dulcimer and i'm like well at least it's open tune i can figure it out and i just remember that just being a just the coolest thing because like in my like experience because your your dad was her band director your mom Mm. was kind of like you know she was a musician artist i'm not sure but i just felt i was like oh my god matt lives in this like art wonderland where my parents, you know, mm-hmm. work corporate jobs and, you know, like to watch TV at night. And I'm like, this is the most amazing thing I've ever, this is so different to me and it was so cool. So, <laughs> Well, I'm afraid you might've been disappointed at nighttime because nighttime was like hardcore TV time. In my, yeah. Well, in my yeah, it was, it was so the nineties. <laughs> it's not like we were just like, Hey, everybody let's jam out together. It was like, yeah, it was more like, you just burst my bubble, Matt. That was yeah, a sorry. beautiful memory. It <laughs> no, <was. I'm> <laughs> I mean, it's. I think it's awesome. You just you describe my mom as like a musician slash artist. And she, I mean, she was a music teacher forever. She and my she and dad got. Um, there was one year where there were two open positions for music teachers uh-huh. in Stokes County, and they both they got the jobs. Wow. 
and they were they were already married and they both applied and they both got the jobs mm-hmm. and that's why i grew up in stokes county i mean my dad's family's from stokes county but like oh, okay um, my dad's dad moved from lawsonville to winston and then my dad moved basically back yes yeah, i asked her i asked her recently because she 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 taught music appreciation and she called it music for living that was the name of the course it was like mm-hmm. this versions of the course that everybody from seventh grade through high school would take as a music elective. And I was like, mom, uh, why did you call it music for living? It's such an interesting name. And she's like, I don't know. I don't know where that came from. And I just love it. I like it. It's like, yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. I mean, she used to always quote that Louis Armstrong quote. He says where he was kind of like offended by the term folk music. Yeah. The, the, the high and low distinctions, you know, he would, and he, he was like, He's like, it seems to me like all music is folk music. It's like, I've never seen a horse make music, you know? <laughs> um, so right. like, yeah, growing up in a house where music was a, a lifestyle, not in the sense that it was like what you made necessarily how you made your living, but just that it was like an aspect of everything. But yeah. I sometimes wonder, grieve about what, as I appreciate that about my childhood, I, I, I also kind of am sad about my inability that I won't. I'll give my kids other things, but I won't be able to give them that. You know, I, I was in a different realm. I was thinking about some of the same things that <laughs> my failings as a parent do. <laughs> <But yeah. laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Matt, you've always been one of the most introspective people I've ever known. I want to I'm going to give you a compliment, but I'm also going to insult myself. Like you're one of the few people I've met in my life that I've always listened to. You know what I mean? Like not just heard. But, you know, I've, I've always listened to you and, and I can count probably on one hand how many peers I could say that about. And, you know, I'm curious with like, you know, talking about like everything you just said, growing up in a house that was so musically inclined, not necessarily even just by like pure talent, but by like hard work. I mean, you know, your, your parents, I, I saw your dad firsthand working as a band director, as my band director, as our mm-hmm. band director. You went to the School of the Arts for for high school. And then uh, it was Guilford, Guilford for college. college. Yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. You devoted your life to like, at least I should I say your professional life to like the visual art world and, and, and all that, you know, you just mentioned you're, you're doing lectures to college, you know, students mm-hmm. about this. And I mean, like, I, I think that's absolutely amazing. Do you find that you compare yourself to your own family in terms of like your own, I, I don't know how to, to say this, like, you, do you find that you're comparing yourself to the successes and failures that your parents and your brothers had and have, like, mm-hmm. because you're all so entwined in mm-hmm. the same overall genre, even though yeah. you have your, you know, does that make sense? What I'm trying mm-hmm. to- yeah, no, it does. So my older brother, I, just for the listeners out there, I have an older brother who was a, uh, almost four years older than me. I have a younger brother who's almost four years younger than me. Um, really good spacing in my opinion. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, in terms of sibling order, but uh, Ben was a vocal performance major at Guilford college. And then, and then he went on, played in a, a pretty successful bar band in Charleston for a number of years called cousin Jimmy band. And then he went to law school and now he's a lawyer and he lives in Hilton head and has a fantastic low country lifestyle down there um, with two daughters. Josh also went to Guilford. So we all went to Guilford. He majored in religious studies, decided he wasn't interested in graduate school. And he's been in, he's, he's taught little kids music and he's taught lessons, sold guitars, sold shoes, always been doing private lessons on the side, doing and gigging out. And his steady thing, for the last few years has been working at sea eyewear in winston-salem it's a upscale eyeglass shop optician so i recommend it for all of you listeners out there is that why he has really cool glasses that is why he has really yeah. cool glasses yeah <laughs> we found yeah. each other on instagram and he, i mean he's shredding guitars with those really cool glasses man. dude that guy can play it uh, blew me away honestly yeah like, yeah yeah saying. he's so insane like he's i was so just like insane. oh my yeah. god yeah yeah i know it's embarrassing and he's really into doing like tiktok is where his real social media game is mm-hmm. he has like thirty thousand followers on there like i mean jesus never had thirty thousand followers in his life 
Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, he is bigger, just like John Lennon said. He's exactly actually bigger, bigger than, than Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> exactly. Um, anyway, uh, comparing, I was just watching Josh do one of his guitar lessons, his guitar yeah. like a uh, demo things on on uh, TikTok, and I just wanted. I almost texted him be like, "Sometimes we're the same person," because I loved everything. Everything he was saying, I was like, "This is." He was talking about the difference between technique and feel or something like that basically basically like emotion and, and technique and playing guitar you know and like basically saying it's not an either or and it's always a balance between the two and of making course, that's references. why that's why i enjoyed punk rock because i realized like i was too lazy to work on technique and i could just go feel and just go all yeah i was too lazy to i was too lazy to work on technique so i just like started you know tuning my <laughs> guitar like a like a lap dulcimer yeah. So that I could then play started, two strings and make it sound like a chord all the time. Then you, know? you started painting. So, I'm not, that? Yeah, a little bit. Did <laughs> a little kidding, bit of I'm that. Just... <laughs> well, I mean, that's one thing. Like, I think, I think Patrick, to answer, to go back to your question, roundabout, yeah. roundabout answer your question, uh, I think in one way, like, I, I think, I always kind of think, I don't know if I'll call music my, my first love. I know I started drawing. I mean, I, I really actively pursuing making drawings as early as I can remember, like when I was like three or four years old. So, but like, I know that I didn't go into music cause I couldn't handle having that ripped apart and mm. have to put it, get, put it back together again. And with the art, I felt more confident in, in that. And so it felt like a place where I could like have more invested in my, in being assessed and like that whole, like the whole like performance thing that, that goes along with being evaluated and assessed in terms of getting grades and get and having a career and that kind of thing, you know, whereas with music, I was just like, it's too personal. It's too, yeah. I didn't want to have to make a gig out of it, you know? Right. So I think about my parents all the time. Um, you know, we had our first classes today at UVA um, and uh, they're in person and yeah. we're all, you know, there's a mask mandate or excuse me, a, a vaccine mandate for, for students and professors and, um, and everybody, but we're also masked um, when we're indoors with each other. Um, but I'm teaching to like, tw I had 20 stu students and a couple students who are waitlisted who want to take the class in the, in the, and the, the space is really nice, but it's like, you can't hear each other. So when you're talking normally, like I feel like I have to really throw my voice. Yeah. And now with the mask too, like I feel like I have to do it almost like doubly, you mm -hmm. know, when I'm trying to talk to my students about like I had, I had that we did an exercise where we learned each other's names today. And so I think about my dad when I'm trying to like engage the whole class, when I'm trying to reach people in the back, you know, when I do some drawing demos that actually require not drawing demos, but drawing exercises that actually require them to have a sense of time with it. So I'm, I like actually do count like one, two, three, four. And I'm just like, I am my father. Or like, or like talk, I, I use music metaphors all the time. I talk about, you know, uh, volume and, you know, um, talk about learning scales versus, you know, improvising that kind of stuff. Like I, like I cite that stuff all the time. And then with my mom, I think it comes more in, in terms of like her ability to make connections across disparate fields of knowledge that I really, from a distance can really appreciate in a conversation with her. It can be frustrating because she will jump tracks without telling you that she's done it, you know, in a conversation, but yeah, her ability to like, really make you think about something that you in a new way now patrick when i feel like i'm comparing is when we're at home when we all go home for like a holiday or whatever and the instruments come out and then it's just like like i usually sit those out really yeah yeah i usually sit those out i might get out a guitar and play rhythm on something or whatever but no, like get in there man but I'm just no. I just you it's asshole. Uh, get in there. We always appreciated what you could bring to it. I'll you know, and sometimes I'll sing. Like you know, if some no, if somebody starts covering Steely Dan, am I going to jump in and sing harmony? You hell yeah, you know. <laughs> like I'm serious. Like 
it's really hard for me not to not to say that we should talk about gaucho steely dance gaucho as because it's it is somehow this elevator music yeah has become like like one of my top five if not top three records of all time in terms of just like what I can listen to. Okay, Matt, can I, can I tell you something? And and we're going to throw this into like our, our main segment because we, we still got a show to do, but okay. I appreciate all this, but I'll just have to say, and Patrick and I have talked about this on the show. We've hinted at this, that you were the one, like some people have like an older brother that introduces them to like cool shit or, or cool music and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like I'll speak for myself, but I think Patrick agrees too you were like the friend that would introduce us to stuff that we had no idea about and just kind of gave us some like uh, these, these like cultural touchstones, especially with music mm-hmm. and God damn it. If you didn't do it again with this one. So yeah, I'm just going <laughs> to yeah. say, I'm going to leave it there. We're going to take a short break and we're going to get into it. The, the Brittany Howard side project thunder bitch. Stokes County Boys is brought to you in part by Bull City Bows and Ties. Gussy up your puppy with these easy-to-attach fashion collar accessories. Your kitty will be sitting pretty in these handsome bows and ties. So go to etsy.com shop slash Bull City Bows and Ties to see over 50 styles and patterns. Founder and CEO is vet technician by day, pet fashion icon by night. Independently owned and operated, Bull City Bows and Ties can be found on Facebook or Etsy shop. Once again, etsy.com slash shop slash Bull City Bows and Ties. Bull City Bows and Ties. Tell them the Stokes County Boys sent you. Like I, I remember your like painting that you did for your um, application, you're in your mm-hmm. portfolio for the school of arts with like, you know, it was basically for lack of a better term, it was like a self portrait and the, the mm-hmm. tear and like you, like mm-hmm. the person drowning in the tear. Yeah. yeah, And yeah. I, like, I was so proud of you for that. And like that image, to, I mean, I'm not joking, like to this day, you know, 39 years old, I'm, I still think of that. And you, you had to be what, like 16, 15, 16, somewhere around there. Like, I still yeah. think of this and like, I think of like your response. We were talking about like your, your feedback from the interview and all that. And and the feedback that you got was that, you know, it could be more deep and it could be like, you know, I mean, it was good critical feedback that you would want. And, you know, Ooh. I'm sitting here, my mind is blown. Like this is already really deep. Yeah. Like how much deeper can you get? And I know there's an answer to that, but like yeah. that, I was not mature enough in the artistic mindset at the time to be appreciative of like how much more into something you could get. And I know that that can be kind of a double-edged sword because, you know, it's like, you know, when my high schoolers play anything now, it can always be better. And, you know, there is such thing as good enough, but at the same Mm -hmm. time, finding that balance between the psyche of a teenager in, in that, like, you know what? Yes, this could be better, but you're doing a damn good job. And I'm proud of you for doing what you're doing. Yeah. You don't get enough of that in that arts world, especially in the education world. Yeah. You know, it's the, the whole nurture versus the, the art itself. Yeah, no, I agree. No, I totally agree. I, I mean, I, I really appreciate you saying all that, Patrick. And I can't believe you remember that painting. I cannot remember. I can't believe you remember. I do not remember the feedback that I got from the interview and the fact that you remember that with some of the things you guys bring up on here, I'm like, Oh shit. Like, I cannot believe I still have an, I still have a neuron devoted to Mr. Bennett. I'm like, Oh yeah, that guy. I have not thought about that guy in 20 years. Yeah. So, but (laughs) he's the principal at Chestnut Grove. Like people know him is in a different light. Well, no, I think, I think Matt, like one thing that, that, and don't feel bad about this. It's just a, we're all victims of circumstance. When you mentioned that thing about your wedding and us missing that invite, it was kind of devastating to me just now. I was just like, well, shit, <laughs> we should have been there. 
and it's okay. And the thing is, is like Patrick and I have done a pretty good job. I would say really good job because most of the time this doesn't happen of staying in touch and, and still like being connected. And one of the things that we talk about a lot is our friendship with you. And I'm about to cry. So, Go for it, man. You I cry. cry a lot more. Cry. I cry a lot more you these cry. days. But um, that's good for you. So, <laughs> I just feel bad that you thought that maybe we didn't care, we didn't like like you or anything. Because I think the opposite is true. Like, oh, absolutely. We almost like deify you in, in, in kind of an unhealthy <laughs> like you're way. Say that I didn't care and I didn't like you. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, so, uh, <laughs> so I, I would just say like it, it's it. But anyways, yeah. So. Oh, I love you guys. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, likewise. I mean, you guys, like, you, like it's, it, it, it wasn't anything. I mean, it was a wedding. There was a shitload of people there. It, you know, you've, you're married, right? And yeah. So, yeah. Uh, uh, you, you know that experience, Patrick. I don't know that you have that, have had that experience, but, but you have had like performances and concerts where you have like a lot of people there from all different aspects of your life. And, yeah. And you're contending with all the different versions of yourself that you market to all these different parts of your life. Yes. And then you have to like, you have to resolve them in one night or whatever. You have to like find a way to navigate that together. Right. So it's a, it's a lot anyway. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's honestly, I always, I, I always kind of um, thought of myself as kind of a lever, you know? So like, like before I came Wait, to South, are I was you a, saying like L E V E R or L E A L E A V E R? Oh, like leaving. Yeah, leaving, leaving. Yeah, like one foot out, one foot out the door. So like, I mean, so you mentioned like the house that I grew up in. Yeah, my parents have owned that house since seventy five, I think. Um, and um, and I grew up there, but I went to Wanaco Primary, Wanaco Intermediate, Lawsonville, North Stokes. South Stokes and the school of the arts. I went to like yeah. six schools in my yeah. time living in, in, in between K and 12 in that one house. And I, it was not anything for me to kind of like think to just kind of like go into the next thing whole yeah. hog and not think about where I was before. And of course, like when I was in school, of the arts, we still hung out. And I think in Guilford, when I was at Guilford, we still got together a little bit, but it, but it was, you know, it dissipated, you know? So but it's like you said in the text the other day, like, um, you know, we, you were talking about bands. And I was just like, oh, God, I saw this band. I saw this band. I saw this band. There were shows we were at together. I'm sure we were at at the same time, you know, like yeah. that Fugazi, uh, not Fugazi, the um, Sunny Day Real Estate Show uh, at the Cradle, Patrick. You know, yeah. I was like, I was there. Um, um, Isn't that insane? But yeah. we would run into you at random times. I remember we that happened another time. Where were we, Patrick? It was like at the the fair or something, and I remember it was it was when I don't oh I can't remember where it was, but there were a couple times where you just were randomly there, and we would run into you, and um, I can't think of a specific, but that was always just like, and we we like I always perceived you as that as kind of like this, you know, you you mentioning yourself as a lever. Like I felt that too, but it it didn't hurt my feelings because I'm like he's just got to do his thing. You're like, and that's and fine. Wild horses and can't be tamed. And, exactly. Yeah, you are our <laughs> wild horse. He and you would just breathe. You know, you just kind of show up at some point. We're just like all we were just blessed with the time we had with oh, you. Oh yeah, there, there I am. I appreciate you saying that. <laughs> oh Matt, that's the thing. Like it's it's like what I was saying at the very beginning of our discussion tonight. I mean, it was like. You you were the the kind of vagrant dream follower, <laughs> but like it, it, there was that- still always a connection. Like we knew you were there doing great things, even if we couldn't see you. You know what That's I mean? Right. I was keeping and the fire. Seriously, mm-hmm. my dad gave me because um, you know, like my parents always thought the world of both of you, and you know, I, I my my mom, you know, I mentioned the 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 family question I was asking you. My mom has like. Since she retired, she's gone just head into visual art. No hmm. training whatsoever. But I mean, and she's always just, you know, she turned our basement, you know, the childhood home. She and dad fixed up the home. I, I don't know if it's because they were trying to sell it and downsize or whatever after I graduated college and moved on. And clear, I'm not going uh, back. From experience know? now, Patrick, is because kids like 
trash a house, and when they're out of it, you could probably actually like make it nice. So I'll well, I'm sure, that. and you know, and listen, mom's got that like kind of crazy mindset, but in a good way. But she turned the entire basement into a studio, and you know, it, it's she's always, you know, she, she got really into her painting and and just her visual art once she retired, even though it's always been there. And but like, you know, it's almost it's just it's so natural for her. And it's not one of those like, OK, I want to sit down and paint a still life. It's just, oh, I'm just going to start here. And oh, well, now what's there? Oh, squirrel. You know, and next thing yeah. you know, she's got this amazing thing. And mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, I've gotten into visual art, visual art, like a lot in the last few years. And like, you know, it's I tore down some walls from my childhood that I was just scared to. Mm-hmm. you know, tear down and mm-hmm. learning to draw, learning to paint. I was afraid of color for so long. Cause Oh my God, but, you know, ultimately just, just do it. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, it's, it's the older I get, the more I appreciate the process and the therapeutic side of doing something more than whatever the finished product is. Yeah, And like, I don't care about the finished product as much as I care about the way I feel when I'm making it. And, you know, the older I get, the more I appreciate and respect that process. But like, Mm -hmm. you know, I'll, I'll watch mom and, and, you know, she's got that beautiful mind, just, Oh, this, this, and this. And I I find myself, it's hard for me to not compare what I'm doing. Cause I feel like to get to what she almost haphazardly does, you know, in terms of quality, I feel like Mm -hmm. I have to bust my ass to, get even close to that mm-hmm. and then the self-hater that every artist has music visual whatever mm-hmm. like it, it's just oh it's not good enough it's not good and it's the worst thing you can do is compare yourself to others i know but it's almost impossible not to especially when you see things that you admire but like yeah, you, yeah you get inspired and then and then you try it and you're like oh actually that's hard you know but, yeah, oh yeah absolutely i just want to say first of all i i have to go back um before we can go forward here uh patrick i really owe you a debt of gratitude because you drove all over creation to make sure i had a social life for like a couple of years um <laughs> my parents would not take me anywhere they're like nope we're done like we're not driving you to king we're not driving you to chestnut grove and i was like to like combination of like lazy intimidated socially awkward to like go get my like i wasn't like a ambitious permit getter you know, yeah. Um, I was the so same way. I spent a long time in the Grand Dam <laughs> after um, I flipped the blazer. <laughs> yes, uh, and then also I wanted to say the um, the teen page, like that changed yeah. my life, man. I didn't. I would have done that if you hadn't. You hadn't kind of prodded me to do that. Like I've, the I found Matt. I found a couple of those recently. I have yeah. copies of those. <laughs> well, and that's also how I was going to say a minute ago in the show notes. You need to put some links, put a link to me and you and Patrick and Ashley going to the fair, the yeah, Dixie Classic yeah, Fair. Yeah. You know, I'm sure you can find an archive of that, you know, um, <laughs> talking about the, the, uh, Carney putting the, the, the screwdriver, screwdriver up his nose, yep. you know? Yep. <laughs> and you know what, like no offense to our colleagues. Cause first of all, that was a great opportunity yeah. for us. And looking back now, I mean, like I can't read our articles, because they're embarrassing. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's, they are very much where we were at the time and place. I appreciate Patrick's review of that blur album that he did. I, I like that one still. It's good. Like, man, I should have picked a better album to review. Cause God, that was just, you know, but you borrowed that. I remember you borrowed that. Cause you really liked uh, coffee and TV. Yeah. And, I like the video so, like, <laughs> more than anything. I think it was. That yeah, video. yeah. Yeah. That's a great video. It's a great song too. I mean, it's so it, many yeah, changes it, to be that mm-hmm. poppy is like so weird. Um, it is you're right you're right but kind of full circle with that though matt um the you know dad was he was artistic in his own way but he was more like okay what do you need and i can help provide it you know like like mom needs canvases he'll go get them Mm -hmm. oh mom needs an actual stretch canvas okay he'll do it whatever Mm -hmm. he gave me a copy of on the road by Kerouac Mm -hmm. and he gave it to me my senior year of high school you know senior year Philip I know we're we're kind of like just a typical podcast that you and I do we're we're all over the place but I know that there's like stuff in here that connects the things that we've talked about in the past and all that like he gave me a 
dreading this process. But yeah, I'll well, your editing it. mind can suck it. Okay. We <laughs> <laughs> like, see pa- what Patrick doesn't realize is you, he puts two hours in something that goes long. I put six. So yeah, yeah, I know, <laughs> I know, I know. It's a lot of work. Go ahead, Patrick. Hey, this was your it's idea, dude. I know. <laughs> I, I carry that cross. And as we will hear in a future episode, oh, uh, well, maybe a prior episode by the time this is released, like we will find that you, you, you genuinely care about what you're doing, and that mad respect to you, Philip, for this yeah. right now. And I'm just right. like throwing it into the void, and, and nobody cares. But it, yeah, I, I, I mean, welcome. That's 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 being an artist right there. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly. That is. You know, my, my my dad gave me a copy of On the Road my senior year, and you know that was when you know you and Sarah went off to the School of the Arts. Ashley, Philip, and I were at West Stokes. A lot of our friends stayed at South Stokes. I mean, it was a very I feel really bad for last year and the year before seniors mm-hmm. because they miss out on so much because of the COVID and the the pandemic. They missed prom mm-hmm. last year. They missed their entire senior year. Like mm-hmm. I, I really, I missed my senior prom because my date was a college softball player and they made the NCAA tournament. Oh, and, wow. and, and so they like, you know, she was busy in the second round pitching mm-hmm. for her team, you know, like yeah, mm-hmm. went to a hockey game and I don't regret it. I mean, it was a good hockey game, but uh, Winston-Salem Mammoths. Um, but <laughs> we, <laughs> but no, like it, there was, so, I mean, there was so much transition. Yeah. Especially because, you know, we all come from Stokes County, like small town America where stability and, and status quo is very much the norm. Our world got rocked. You know, and and I don't mean that in any sort of a negative way. Our world got rocked when our kind of social group got shuffled up mm-hmm. because of just this major transition. People going to different places. You know, you mentioned Homer. Homer went to East Stokes, or uh, excuse me, not East Stokes, East Surrey for high school mm-hmm. after Chestnut Grove. I mean, I mean that was a huge blow. We thought he was joking, mm-hmm. and you know, <laughs> like it the, with all the up in the air and just change and and being teenagers with all just the natural hormonal just just everything being what it was then you know dad gave me a copy on the road and and he's like you're going to start reading this and you're going to hate it but one day you're going to pick it up again you're going to love it and that's exactly what happened and you know as a cynical teenager of course you don't want to listen to your parents you don't want to you know he was he was dead on right, and I, you know Matt when when we kind of reconnected the last several weeks and and you know getting ready for this episode that eventually we will get to, mm-hmm. <laughs> but like you know I, I couldn't help but think of that like you know you talk about your view as being you know like looking to that next thing and 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 all that like you're Dean Moriarty. I don't. I've never read on the road. I'm sorry to, to blow this. Like, like, I, like, oh, like that's I, beautiful. Like, he gave you, and, and, like, and for the first time ever, I actually feel more cultured than somebody. <laughs> have you seen have you, Yeah. As the one yeah. of the three of us that tried to make reading as a living and failed at it. Um, <laughs> Dean Moriarty is the, is the like inspiration for Jack Kerouac that just, in the whole book just kind of comes in and out of his life has just major impact on his, like everything that he is really in a way, but is not always there. He, he just kind of floats here and there and does his thing. And, and he's the artist that Jack Kerouac wants to be. And Patrick, you may be able to speak more to that. But. Yeah. But the impact's always there. Yeah. Even when Ooh. it's not tangible and, and Matt, like, I, again, like I think, the the moral of the story or the the you know the the thing that like i hope that people can understand with this is that you know like you can't take that for granted and i think that we all kind of did yeah 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 and it's it, there and there's no like you know whoops or oh well it, you know life is life and and again um you know philip and i have, have, have addressed it multiple times before you know, the older you get, the less percentage a year is of your life. And so, you know, time flies a lot more. That 10th birthday is a big deal because it took forever yes. to get there. Yep. Now, yep. like you blink. I yep. I still, when I turned my first year teaching middle school, I turned 30 mm-hmm. and it, I felt different and my kids were amazing. It was like, you know, they, they felt my insecurity about this and they, you know, middle schoolers, Look for all the middle school teachers out there. Like, like you teach middle school, God bless you. You're like, that's right. 
it, right. you survive that, it's something. I mean, I went to high school for a break. <laughs> no, I know you can. If you can teach, like I always say, like I, I I taught middle schoolers art for a couple of years, and I was like, you should not be in school. You should be <laughs> doing hard labor or like doing a walkabout or something like that. There's a reason, you know, mm-hmm. like you're you are at a very volatile state right now. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, go ahead. But, you know, I, I physically felt something happening as I was turning 30. And I, I remember like right now, as I'm, I'm, you know, even talking about it, I feel that same way. And I, I know that feeling. And here, January, I'll be 40. Like what happened to the last 10 years? I mean, it, it, it's really flying by. And it's both it's, it's both awesome and scary for a, a million reasons. But like ultimately, like you know, you look back and Matt Phillip came and he's like, I want to do a podcast. I said, what's a podcast? He's like, (laughs) (laughs) it's like, we're going to, we're going to talk about like stuff and we're going to talk about, you know, I want, we're the Stokes County boys. We're going to talk about, you know, our home because we didn't know a lot about Stokes County growing up. I mean, I mean, a lot of this is kind of retroactive, just, you know, why are things the way they are? What, what happened here And, and getting to meet people, and talk to people and discover more things about that. And then it extends to people that we've met through the show with uh, their, you know, their hometowns and, you know, what they, their experiences growing up. Some were similar. Some, you know, what's small town New York like compared to small town North Carolina? Well, let's, let's talk about it. Let's compare um, Pennsylvania. We've, we've talked to people from all over the country and it's, it's been really awesome like that. But like, you know, one of the things Philip and I were talking about when we were laying things out and deciding, you know, what this is going to look like or rather sound like, Stokes County made us who we are, but it made us also who we're not because you take things from every experience and every person that you meet and it shapes you into who you are. And again, who you're not. And I think that's an absolute beautifully artistic thing. We also kind of lifted that from um, a a Bob Dylan lyric. I'll say, Mm. I can't remember what song it is, but he said something about who I am and who I'm not. Well, he never stole anything from anybody. No, never, never, never. (laughs) But I mean, again, that's the beauty of Neither did Led Zeppelin or the Rolling Stones. Rest in peace, Charlie. Charlie. Charlie Watts. Watts. Yeah. Like art is creative, it's recreative. It's it's a cycle and it's just like everything blends together. I think it's amazing. I want to respond to a couple of things that Patrick said. One is that I appreciate now that I know who Dean Moriarty is, uh, I will just point out that while he, he is the person that Jack Kerouac apparently is uh, aspires to emulate or whatever, like the book is not on the road by Dean Moriarty, right? Mm. The book is on the road by Jack Kerouac. So Jack Kerouac, the guy who's watching all that is, is Jack Kerouac. He's the artist in that, in that scenario. Um, so don't diminish it. We're, we're trying I'm to just saying, up, brother. I'm just, <laughs> no, I mean, that's the, the time thing. I always, I, yeah. You know, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to say like, we're, we're, we're still going to title this as the Thunder Bitch episode, but where we mm-hmm. actually barely talk about the record. But I'm just going to say, like I said, this kind of is a good representation, as I mentioned before we went to break, of one of the w- wonderful things about like our relationship together is that you would introduce us to like certain things that we would have no idea about. Like I said, like Patrick and I, and you too, but somehow, like we grew up in a small town, you know, you, weren't exposed to just, you know, if we grew up in like New York City or Los Angeles or Chicago or something, we would have very different experiences in terms of like pop culture and things. But like musically, you were like this uh, treasure trove of like stuff we'd never heard of, but Mm. was amazing. And this album, uh, like I said, you did it again. This album, you were like, (laughs) at first we were talking about the Alabama Shakes and it's like, Mm. okay, well, I haven't really heard this album. I'd heard their first album. It was uh-huh. it Boys and Girls? Mm-hmm. And I knew that and I liked it. But for some reason, you know why it was. It was 2015 was a year. That that was a year I was like finishing my dissertation and graduating. Uh, so you were in a dark place. I was in a very dark place. Yeah, that's a hard place. 
Oh God, I don't want to get into that because you only yeah. have a few more minutes. But um, <laughs> but so th- this is a, a cultural black hole for me, like this time period, mm-hmm. <laughs> as I'm writing mm-hmm. about like turn of the 20th century, like Colombian literature and these mm-hmm. these asshole dandies writing their <laughs> morphine novels. Um, <laughs> but uh, that's another story. Um, it's it's cool stuff, but it's not this. And so like sound and vision you did that and then last minute as almost a very matt shelton thing to do you're like no i'd rather do this album like last (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like okay because i'd listened to sound and vision a couple times and i'm like jesus this this is a really good record and then you're like what about thunder bitch that's her like side project that actually came out like six months after this like huge album from her main band alabama shakes but this record oh my god i was like well you you did it again you introduced me to something like almost love even more than uh, i mean that was really good but this one this is just like how do i say it one of my favorite genres of music is early like garage punk yeah. And this is this is yeah. a garage punk album. It's a garage it was, punk album for sure. It was, yeah. it was a beautiful sure. thing. So I, I just want to say even though we didn't really talk about the album, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, and, and Phil, we will. Like, of course, this is going to end up being a double because you know, yeah. Matt's just that interesting. Yeah, uh, just that Matt, interesting. Like, Matt, we've we've brought you up several times. And Phil, listen, I'm again, I'm still figuring out what a podcast is. But like, you know, we we have brought you up, Matt, several times because like, you know, you actually are the one that turned me on to Sunny Day Real Estate, mm-hmm. which even now and it's not even nostalgia. It's that like that just that that's what music should be to me. I mean, it mm-hmm. always spoke to me. But like, you know, you also turned me on to Less Than Jake. And, yeah. you know, and it's funny because, uh, you know, we. Philip and I have to be very careful when we're talking, you know, when we're telling our stories, when we're, we're doing this and that. And like, you know, I try to be more careful than Philip, <laughs> Philip does, but like, you know, there's always, you know, girls involved and you know, when bring in whatever, like you turn me on to less than Jake one day, I was feeling kind of rough, you know, we're at South Stokes high school. You <laughs> gave me the CD. You're like, you need to play track 12. I think it was track 12 is, either track 12 or 14, but it, it was like, you need to play this. It was, it was Jen doesn't like me anymore. <laughs> and I'm listening to this and it was like, you know, one, two, F you. Like it was, it was, it cracked me up. It was the most, it was the, but the thing is like, as much as I'm laughing, I'm listening. I'm like, this is really good music. And I listen, you know, I went back to track one. I listened to the whole album. I'm like, all right, boom, done. Less than Jake fan. Yeah. And it was like, okay, where did you hear them? Oh, word of mouth. Yeah. I just, I just went to, so, I mean, like that was, I heard about some guys. I was, I went to Moravian church camp, you know, cause my parents were like Moravian church camp counselors and they could, and they could, it was like a free camp. They could get me into by working it, you know? <laughs> and I hung out and the, the guys I bunked with were really cool. They were in the band called um, Halcyon. Um, they were, and they were, <laughs> they were one of the few bands with, two bass players um and uh, adam adam good what were their names adam good um what was it i can't remember the other two guys names. i ran into them uh, uh, adam good was in dc for a while anyway just really 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 nice guys um and uh yeah they told me about lesson jake and op ivy i think um and from there it's just like picking up little scraps i can't i can't remember how i heard about sunny day and then but then you know i went to governor school west in yeah 99 and then i met the girl i started dating there she was friends with these these artsy guys who's who all of their like older siblings were really into indie rock and emo and so yeah it wasn't like people were just like stopping me and being like here's i mean i was looking for it you know <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah but and, and i was looking for it all the time and i think in part because it was like because it was like i was looking for like I was, I mean, you grow up, I mean, you guys talk about like growing up in small town King or whatever, but like try growing up in a place that doesn't have stoplights. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Danbury's oh, yeah. even smaller. Um, uh, when, and it, like this tension between like having like in some ways the whole world at your fingertips because your parents are these educators who, who have 
this kind of like what seems to you at least at the time like to me at least the time like an encyclopedic knowledge of music you know mm -hmm. but then you can't like there's not uh there's nothing to do you know except like go fishing or mountain biking or whatever so i think for me it was like from an early time like and also i thought it, you know like i and i really have always enjoyed the kind of sense of yeah that sense of like expertise or cachet that comes with that you know so it's like rewarding in the same way that like people telling me that like i can make a good drawing was rewarding it was like oh people like that let me do i'll do more of that i'll find out about more music you know mm -hmm. like um yeah so like the britney howard thing I, I i mostly i think the reason i wanted to do the thunder bitch thing was because i think britney howard it's like if billy corgan wasn't an asshole and yeah. i don't know if that's possible i don't know if that's i don't know if that's possible but like i when i hear boys and when i hear sound and bitch the alabama shakes record what i'm really hearing it's Brittany Howard bringing being yes. a genius, being a genius, yeah. being a genius. Cause I think she wrote almost all of that. She grew up uh, in a junkyard. Like her parents are split. She's biracial. Her dad's black. Her mom's white. Did she experience some like terrible shit because of that, you know, in growing up in Alabama, Northern Alabama being really poor. If you ever like listen to her being interviewed, she talks, she talks, she talks like she can hear the place in her mouth, you know, mm -hmm. in a yeah. way that's just like, she either can't or just has chosen not to. I remember training myself to not say, say Shelton and say Shelton instead. Mm, yeah. So I used to, when I was growing up, I put a glottal stop in there between the, the T and the O Shelton. But then I learned that that's not the proper way to say it. So I started saying it differently. Um, anyway, Brittany Howard, I mean, she's like maintained that, and when you listen to that album, Sound and Vision, which is an incredible album, I mean, I felt like I could bring up Thunderbitch because it was because I basically felt like I could get a twofer with that. I feel like I could talk about Thunderbitch and I could talk about Sound and Vision yeah. because it's really both her her thing. I mean, Sound and Vision, I just think it's it's just it's, there's so much joy, so much pain. There's just like there is so much like a desire for relief in that record. Mm -hmm. and say the vocal performance in that record because i'd listened to it through a couple times in in preparation for that before you switched it on us but <laughs> i'm kind of playing with you. but <laughs> i'm glad you did no this is the thing is like you did get a twofer because i you know, i appreciate it but like the vocal performance is just like incredible like it blew me away and i was like why haven't i been listening to this record for the six years that it's been out, yeah. you know, I was kind of pissed off at myself yeah. <laughs> listening to that record. But yeah, like the thing is, is like, I will say like th there is that, that there, but I, I, I kind of see it too. Or like you were saying, like that is so much her and her vocal performance. And then you see, this is like her side project is like, and then I was looking, I was like, why did the, before I started listening, I was like, why did the Alabama shakes only have two albums? And then I'm like looking at this stuff and like her going on her own. I was like, oh, that's why. It's because she, she's, for better or for worse, she's got to do her own thing. And that, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's okay. Yeah, I think probably, I think there probably is some of that there. I think it's like, and she, you know, she has another album that you should check out. That's, that's um, looser than both of these projects, mm -hmm. both of these that, that we're talking about. Um, that's come out since then called, uh, well, it's, I think it's her name, but the album is called Jamie. It's named after her sister. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I saw that. But um, uh, I mean, how many when I'm when I'm listening to to Sound of Vision, right? Mm -hmm. It's like it's like Thunder Bitch is like the pressure valve for just like one of those tendencies that she has. Yes, and that's that garage garage punk focus, right? And there's a whole legacy and history of music that has different roots that you could trace through that. But when you're listening to Sound of Vision. Like you're hearing Little Richard, you're hearing you're hearing Thin Lizzy, you know, you're hearing T Rex, yeah, you're hearing Zeppelin for sure, you know, like um, you're hearing Parliament Funkadelic, uh, you're hearing all of this music, and that's I mean that that's one of the things I love. Sorry to interrupt, but that's one of the things I love. When I was reading like interviews of her, like the critics of boys and girls were saying that they were pulling from like Marshall shows and things like that. And she's like, mm -hmm. no, I'm, I like Bon Scott from ACDC. <laughs> and I'm just like, <laughs> Oh my God, I love this woman more than yeah, yeah. I, I thought yeah. I could, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, she is, 
mean, as, and I think that that's the other reason why I want to do Thunder Bitch like that. If you looked on the website, their bio is like, I can't remember. It's like, it's really short. It's like three lines, like rock and roll Thunder Bitch and or yeah. something like that. I mean, that, um, that's what it is. It is a great rock and roll album. It is a rock and roll record. Yeah. 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 Patrick, what would you think about hearing it? Oh, I think it was great. I mean, like, <laughs> I think we could go on another hour, like discussing the details and all. Yeah, I mean, I mean, one thing I loved, like, just right off the bat, like, Leather Jacket, you have, like, two voices of the same person. And, like, I really appreciated that, listening to that song, like, oh, my God, I'm going to be, like, the coolest person in the world with this <laughs> jacket. And then the chorus, like, slow, you have a tempo change, and it's, like, that kind of, that, that little, like, 50s, like, boom, 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 cha. Yeah. You know, which I also yes. love, but then it has mm-hmm. the the perspective changes. Like, what am I doing? I'm a I'm an yeah. idiot, and yeah. like stuff like that. I just I just love. Instantly, I'm in. So, thank you for that. <laughs> ah, you're welcome, Philip. Listen, I know you have a you have a podcast for, to produce, okay? But I am going to say I want to call it, and we can come back to it, and 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 do a more focused. No, thing. that's fine. We yeah, can and I'll probably get continued. there, and I'll say, and I'll say, look, guys, it's got to be a triple, okay? <laughs> um, no, that's fine. <laughs> you, you know, roll th- with I it. think, I think for this this one right here, I think this one's more for the three of us more than anybody else. So I'll still put it out, and it'll be out there. And if it's not for you, like I really don't care. This one's yeah. for us, you know. Hey, that's just a lyric like right there. I'll put it out clo- there. If it's not for you, I really don't care. Okay. Just to quote the great North Carolinian P.D. Pablo, this one's for who? Us, us, us. And there's three of us. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's great. No, I, I, I agree. I think this yeah, will be Thunder Bitch part one. So Thunder yeah. Bitch. This is just thunder. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> With an ellipsis. Yes. Yeah. Thunder. All right. All right. With a hyphen. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I'm glad you yeah. called it because me and Patrick will just keep going. So. No, I will too. I will too. And I and I just I wanna um <laughs> uh, well let's reconnect and we'll figure out another time and I'll and I'll make sure that I can go for I can go for longer. Yeah, no next problem. Time. Well well good luck with everything. I know it's a busy week. It's an incredibly busy week, so this might not have been the best time. Yeah, I mean, but we got, I mean, the important thing, as Patrick was saying about the art stuff, it's just like, just get going. We just got to do it. Yeah. It's the process. Yeah, it's the process. Process is sloppy. And Matt, I wouldn't have traded this for anything. Yeah, no, this is awesome. Just to see you and talk to you, like, miss you, buddy. I know, you too. You too. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Yeah, we'll stay in touch this time. Yes. Okay. All right. Take care, man. Peace. I did. Take care. Talk to you soon. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Philip. Thank you, Patrick. Yeah. All right. Later. Bye. Hey, you've heard it here. We, this this was a big moment for us in in kind of a weird way, and like it it is kind of weird to like catch up with a friend while you're like producing quote unquote content, even though I kind of hate that word. But yeah, I mean, we, there will be a part two, and we'll actually talk about the record. I think I'm gonna still keep it as like at least like Thunder Bitch Part One. If you haven't heard the record, definitely recommend it because like I was listening to it on repeat today and like. I really like it. I want to dig in more into like track by track and things like that, which we'll get into. Just stay tuned. And how, what's a way that you can make sure that you do not miss the part two of this like wonderful introduction? Like you were witness to a, a, a reunion of a great friendship between three people, and you're welcome for that. Okay. So if there's anybody in your life that you haven't talked to in a long time, don't worry about it. Just say, hey. How's it going? I know it's been a while. Sorry about that. Let's catch up. You can do it too. But if you want to hear us actually like run down an album, the best way to do it, subscribe to the podcast. What Whatever podcast app you use, rate, review, subscribe, follow us, however, whatever term they use. All right. So you don't miss the next episode and you don't miss the time when we actually come back and actually talk about this Brittany Howard side project, Thunder Bitch. 
Twitter, follow us on Twitter at SC Boys Pod, Instagram at Stokes County Boys, email stokescountyboys at gmail.com. We always love to hear from you. Spotify playlist. You're going to hear some of this music on the uh, playlist, right? Help keep this show going. Anchor.fm slash SC Boys slash support. Uh, always remember cover art by the gorgeous George. Check out his stuff, buy his merch, uh, commission a piece. Patrick, it's always fun. This one was a great one. I, I feel good tonight. Always. Always. All right. So shout out to the Stokes County Boy Podcast and the Patron St. Andrew. Mm-hmm.